Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to my podcast on today. Today is Friday. Thank you, God, we have made it to Friday. So today is Friday. This is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. So I know y'all, y'all, I'm happy that today is Friday. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, honey. I'm happy that, uh, Y'all didn't understand. But I am happy that today is Friday. So today we are at day 33 for fasting for wrong thinking. And today it's about God is mad at me. So how many of y'all feel like God is mad at you because different stuff that happened in your life are, you know, like, God, I know I should be doing this, but I'm doing it. So God is mad at me. God is punishing me. I feel like God is so mad at me because what I, what I'm doing or what I know I'm what I know I'm not supposed to be doing. So today we are fasting from the thought that say God is mad at me. Many people think the reason think the reason bad things are happening is because God is mad or against them. Or perhaps you don't think he's overly against you. But he's not aggressively helping you. If you think God is mad at you, you feel discouraged and rejected. You won't expect good things to happen. Let's take this captive. The word captive means to conquer with a sword. We conquer wrong thinking with the sword of, of God's word. So we capture, conquer means capture the word of God, the sword of God. So let's change that today. Okay. Number one, God is not mad at you. He is mad about you. God is not mad at you. He is mad about you. There's something... I started saying many years ago when I discovered God's love. When you accept this thought, you have confidence and expectation and peace. How do I know this is true? In Romans chapter 8, verse 38 through 39, say nothing can separate you from the love of God. You are forgiven and you are loved. So that means God is not mad at you. He's mad about you. Because say somebody mistreats you or do you want God be like, wait a minute, that is my child. Let me let me get let me let me get it together. Let me help my baby girl or my son out, whatever. But God is not mad at you. He is mad about you. Um, there's nothing that can separate you from the love of God. Nothing. Because God said you are loved and you are forgiven. So, no matter what you do, it's like nothing can separate you from the love of God. Number two. Uh, think this thought. Think Think this new thought. God loves me as much as he loved Jesus. In John chapter 17, verse 23, Jesus said to the Father, that the world may know that you sent me and loved them as much as you have loved me. What an amazing truth. God loved you as much as he loved Jesus. So God loved you so much that he he loved you. <laughs> that he loved you so much. So, because you sent the world. So you have to think like God sent the world. God, <laughs> no. Jesus sent, said to his father, the world may know that you sent me and love them just as much as you have loved me. What an amazing truth. God loves you as much as he loves Jesus. So God loves you as much as he loves Jesus. God loves you so much. Number three. He think, he think uh, precious thoughts about you all the time. In Psalms 139, verse 17, verse 18, say, How precious are your thoughts toward me, O God? If I should count them, they will outnumber the sin. When I wake, I am still with you. So God don't think bad thoughts about you. So there's no reason for you to be thinking bad thoughts about yourself. God only think good thoughts about you all the time. He's just like, I, you might be 
so weird work or what why is my daughter stressing i don't want her to stress i need you know he don't want you to be stressing and worried he wants he just wants you to he you know he don't want you to be stressing and worried he wants you to be able to enjoy life he wants you to have abundant life he don't want you out here so that's why god always think about you all the time he think precious thoughts about you just think about he probably sitting up there like she is so let me just think about it like he's just thinking thoughts about you and all that type of stuff so god is not thinking bad thoughts about you he's thinking good thoughts about you number four um god said to jesus is the god said to jesus is the same for you you are my beloved son and you are well pleased in mark chapter 1 verse 11 hallelujah he does not sound bad to jesus he sound bad about him well and well first john chapter 14 verse 13 say as he as he's as he is so are we so god when god said to jesus the same for you whatever god told jesus that is the same for us he said you're loved you're forgiven he is well pleased. I am well pleased with you. Mean that even though you might mess up, you might do stuff that that's not in pleasing to God, but God said He is well pleased with you. I always know that even though people mess up in life, people that's why that God is God of second chances. People mess up and do stuff they don't know supposed to do, but God still loves you. God said, I'm well pleased with you. So don't be mad. It does not sound like he mad at Jesus. He sound well pleased with you. He sound he sound bad about him. Well, so it's, you know. So don't be thinking like you messed up in life. Cause God is not mad at you. Trust me. Some people will make you think churchy people. You know people that do church so much or whatever. They make you think that God. Is, why you doing this? God is something. <sighs> Excuse me. So mad at you. Why you doing all you? Know, they don't have you thinking it. Trust me. Okay. Number five. There's nothing. There's nothing God is holding back for you. In Romans chapter 8 verse 23. He did not spare his own son. But deliver him up from, up from us. For us all. Now how shall we. Uh, you know. You know. We'll just read that again. Romans chapter 8 verse 32. He did not spare his own son. But deliver him up for us all. How shall he not also with him freely give us all things, rejoice in truth? So there's nothing God is holding back for you. Whatever you want, God's not going to hold it back for you. He might take his time giving it to you. <clears throat> but there's nothing he's going to hold back for you. Meaning like he's not going to hold back his love. He's not going to hold back his peace. He's not going to hold back his joy or his happiness for you. He's going to give it to you. Give it to us freely. So just rejoice in that truth. Even though you know, Paul, I don't know what it's like to have. Go to Jesus and God, I just want to have peace today. God, I just want to have joy today. God, I just want to have happiness. I want to have the peace of God that passes all understanding. God, when I wake up in the morning, I just want my mind to be at peace. Whatever, this, there's nothing... There's nothing God is holding back from us. Nothing. His love, his peace, his joy. He's not holding nothing back from us. All we got to do is just believe and rejoice in the truth. He give it to us freely. He can freely give us all things. He give it to us. So, that's the thing he's holding back for you. Number six. You are not condemned. Hmm. In Romans chapter 8 verse 1 say, 
There's no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. God approved to, God approved of you because of your faith in Jesus, not because you have done anything right. God loves you for His for you for you is non-negotiable. And John, Jeremiah thirty one verse three say He loves you with everlasting love. It is unstoppable love. So you are not condemned. Then he said, there's no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. God approves you because of your faith in Jesus, not because of what you have, not because you have done anything right. God loves you. God loves you. It's not negotiable. So you go out here and mess up, God still going to love you. Think about it. You know how people always say, girl, I got your bag, girl. We friend. Or your spouse might say, God, oh, baby, I love you. You might say, I love you, too, with all that, all that mushy, mushy stuff. But you go out there, you mess up, they begin to hate you. But you go out there and mess up God still, I still love you. I still love you. That's why it's so very important to know who Jesus is God. Jesus is saying yesterday, today, but he's not going to switch up like people switch up on you. People will switch up on you so quick. you be like, dang. But God will, will always be the same. He would never switch up on you. He said his love is not negotiable. So he loves you. You go out there, you can go out here, rob a bank, do something that you know you're supposed to do. Um, actually kill somebody or whatever God still love you why because he's a God of second chance he's forgiven he saved you so he's not gonna be like I'm done with her you know she just don't won't get herself right he's not gonna force it on you but I'm just saying like God still loves you no matter what it said Jeremiah 31 verse 3 said his love he loves you with everlasting love it is unstoppable love so you're not condemned let me tell you the story okay Maybe I told you I used to deal with some stuff in my life. So I was dealing with this issue. Uh, and I was like in church. So I would go to church and and they know like I go to church, I go to prayer meeting or whatever. Go to go to church. Excuse me. Uh, go to church and um ask for prayer, you know, stuff like that. I would tell them what was going on. So the stuff that I was going through, I thought God was mad at me. I thought he was punishing me to the teeth. Because why? They was telling me, well, please remember something you done. You know, God is mad at you because you didn't have three kids that are real life. And blah, 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 blah. So I really thought Jesus was punishing me. Like, really punishing me for what I had done. You know, like, really punishing me. And it took me a while to know. I mean, it really took me a moment. Even though, I even didn't sink into when I came out here, we came to Houston. It really just sink into I heard somebody tell say or watch somebody on TV. But even though I heard this before, like when I used to stay, well I used to stay at the first thing God's not mad at you or whatever. But when I came to Houston, I heard it again. It came clear, it came real to me, like God is not mad at you. The folk was back there lying to me, said God is mad at you. But for the longest I thought he were. Like I thought he was so mad at me. It had to the point where, like, if one of my kids got sick or whatever, and we all just had to dismiss church, we would be upset. Like, God, please don't punish us. God, please forgive us not going to church. We thought God was going to do something to us and get mad because we thought, because we was conditioned to think we got to be at church every Sunday. Uh, got to be at church every Sunday. Not going to get you. God gonna punish you or whatever. So we thought that for the longest, me and my kids, you know. And to this day, you know, since COVID, has, since we haven't been back in the building since, uh, oh, Jesus, 
since COVID hit. I mean, we watch it on TV, but I just don't feel comfortable going into church because I feel like the church is just the building. This is just a building. We are the church. We like we have to go out in this world and do God work. God said we must go into the building to like fellowship or whatever, but don't forsake the tabernacle. But I feel like this is my thing. No, but you know, this is me. I just feel as though uh, we are the church. You know, I mean, a lot of pastors and people get upset because they couldn't get into the church. Okay, you the church. We are the church. That just the building. That building can be burnt down, told out. We are the church. So don't get out something. But I'm just saying. But I'm just trying to tell y'all something. That's how I felt. You know, like we had to be in church. We could be sick as a dog. We were like, God, please forgive us for not going to church. But then somebody told me, God is not mad at you, Felicia. Whatever, blah, blah, blah. Not mad at you because you had kids. God not punishing you. Excuse me. I must be sleeping. It was the bed earlier, but um, <laughs> but he's not mad at you. So I had to, I was condemning myself. Now, God is not mad at me. God didn't punish me. I just felt like it was just something that I just had to go through so that way I could tell y'all my testimony, tell y'all my story. It was just that's how I see. It. That's when my kids go through stuff, or they might have a little bump in the road because we always call it like a little bump or a little hiccup. Oh, it's just a little hiccup, or we say a bump, or a detour. You know, like, this is just a detour we got to go through. Who's to say? Might not make us stronger, or whatever, but it's just like a little detour. But God is going to be, with no matter what, we always going to support each other, no matter what. But we had to just get to get to that point where, okay, God is not mad at us, not mad at us. It's just people, people, so... So don't feel condemned. Know that God loves you. God loves you. God approves of you because of your faith in Jesus. Not, not because you have done anything right. Because people, we can't do everything right. Because the only person that does everything right with Jesus. We gonna mess up. We gonna fail. We gonna, you know, we gonna do stuff that we know we're supposed to be doing. We doing stuff. But God loves for us. It's non-negotiable. He loves us. His love for you is everlasting. It's unstoppable love. So just think of that. Think is. Your, your God, He loves you so. You go ahead, probably cuss him, play power, be like God. I'm sorry. He said, I still love you, still love you. Go out here. You might go out here, be like, you know what? You might even cuss Jesus out. I'm just saying, I still love you because He know you probably upset having a moment. I still love you. If that was our parent, yeah, some parent might be like, I can't. Y'all yeah, might have a whole argument or whatever. People. I don't love you, whatever. They just turn their back on you. But God said, I don't want to turn my back on you. Your, your, my love for you is non-negotiable. I love you forever. Nothing can separate you. Nothing can separate my love for you. So, now we're at Think It and Say It. Think It and Say It. Okay, God is not mad at you. He is mad about you. He loves me as much as he loved Jesus. Think precious thoughts about me all the time. I am his beloved and he is mine. There's nothing God is holding back from me. He did not hold back his best. Therefore, he won't hold back the rest. I refuse to be condemned. I am forgiven. I reject the thought that he's mad at me or against me. God is for me, not against me. He loves. His love towards me is unstoppable in Jesus' name. So, 
God is not mad at you. He is mad about you. I mean, like, you know how, like, somebody go out there and do you wrong. They're like, okay. And you know how your parents, oh, so, so somebody did something to you? You mad? You're not mad at them. You mad about, like, wait a minute. You know, that's how God is. Um, somebody go do you wrong. Okay. Um, he's mad about you. He's like, oh. So, somebody did you wrong? You know how parents are. Okay, don't worry about it. That's what he is. He is mad about you. He loves you. He always think precious thoughts about you. Even though you probably like, I ain't pretty or, or I'm not I'm not worthy. God always think good thoughts about you. If God thinks good thoughts about you, you need to start thinking good things about you. He's your he, he is our beloved. There's nothing he's not he's not holding nothing back from you. Me that like he's not holding nothing back. He didn't hold back the best me to like he didn't hold back Jesus when he went on the cross and died for our sins. He, no. If he didn't hold back the best, we'll make you think he'll hold back the rest. He's not going to do that. He's, um, you are forgiven. He, um, you are forgiven. And he's not mad or against you. He's not mad or against you. God is for me and not against me. So God is for you. God will never leave you nor forsake you. His love for you is un- unstoppable. Be like God loves, God loves you. Forever, that's nothing that is separating you from his love. Nothing, nothing. So, thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for listening to my podcast on today. I hope you have an amazing and awesome Friday today because I'm gonna try to make the best of today. Because sometimes people make you want to go there with them, but make it a good day. Ask God to give you peace. Ask God to give you joy. Ask God to give you happiness. Walk in your place of business with a smile on your face that nobody can wipe out. Why? Because Jesus woke you up this morning. You got peace in your mind. You healthy. Your bills are paid. Even though your bills may not be all be paid or whatever. I'm just saying, your bills are paid. You got a roof on your head. You got clothes on your back. It might not be the best, but you got something on your back. You got a car. You got a job. Be happy. Don't let the enemy steal your joy. Don't let him steal your peace. Be happy. Because Jesus woke you up this morning. And he woke you up for a reason. You are here for a purpose, a reason. A calling, whatever. But just know that God loves you. There's nothing can separate you from his love. Nothing. God loves you. He's not mad at you. He's He is mad about you. So, think on those things today. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, hope you have an amazing and awesome Friday. We have made it through the week. Thank you, God. Be blessed.